0: These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 98 for the week of March 8th, 2010. Welcome back to another show. This is Adam and here's Doug.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Doug with the contact information. As usual, I've got your voicemail number. It is 641 715 3900, extension 53056. You can also reach us at podcast at These Amazing Places. Uh, Let's see, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. And we are constantly adding new people on Twitter. And I think it's becoming a pretty good base now to get a lot of... uh, If you don't get an absolute idea on a vacation idea or how something is uh, uh, less expensive or a less expensive way to do something, it might spark some ideas in you. Just by some of the the things that you see come up on there. I've really tried to pick and choose our way through it as to uh, who we use. So we get a really good, strong base of information. Uh, You can also follow along with our group on Flickr. And, uh, of course, we're always looking for people who have pictures of things and places that they've been, things that we may never, most of us may never hear about, but you know about, just because it's kind of in your little uh, neck of the woods or in your sphere of the world. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, contact page on the website. You can go there, put in uh, at theseamazingplaces.com. You can put in just a little bit of, little diddly, diddly of information there and let us know what's going on with you. Uh, also, YouTube, videos. Always stuff going up on YouTube. We also videos on our website. They're, those are not all the videos if you actually go to our YouTube, uh, which you can do through the website. Uh, you actually see a lot more videos and stuff there. Uh, there are actually some pretty popular ones we talked about with the uh, Kadanian Village walkthrough, and we're always adding stuff here. Um, and I think that's pretty much it for now. That's good enough.
0: Okay, so this week uh, we decided... Uh If you've not listened to us before, our very first show, we introduced what we do, and we basically carpool to work every day. We drive half hour there, half hour back. So upon our discussions, one of the biggest things we like to talk about is transportation and the new technologies behind transportation. Lucky us, Disney is one of those leaders in transportation as far as unique things, and that is, of course, their monorail system, and then, of course, Walt's vision of Epcot and using the people mover. So this week, we are going to talk about both things, kind of all in a collaborative effort. We still haven't decided how much we're actually going to talk about other rails, but it kind of fits with the stimulus plan being put in the United States here and how they're going to spend some money towards public transportation, especially in pertaining to trains and high-speed rails. So we're going to talk about that this week, and hopefully it'll be a good one. All right, so stick with us, and we're off to the trains
2: stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado
0: de las puertas. All right, so we're aboard. And that audio you just heard was from Walt Disney World. It's their monorail system. Of course, it's the special announcer there giving you all the details. Throughout the show, when we break, we're going to be playing some of the stuff there just to take you along the way. We love to do that when we do our shows to take you and immerse you into the experience of what we're talking about, just to give a little break in what we're just what we talk about in subject matter and also just to give you an idea what it's like um, so Doug's got a list and as we begin we'll break here and there he's got a ton of stuff and we're just going to go down the list and see what happens
1: right so basically what we're just going to talk about is uh, we're going to start talking about the monorail of course in Walt Disney World so first we're going to start within the park and then we'll probably move it'll still be within the park but it's kind of outside the park bubble And we'll go through some concepts, some ideas, stuff like that that we've got. But we're just going to start from the raw area, basically. And that was uh, just describing where it started out, Walt's original vision. Uh, Let's see, which opened. It was his original vision, which opened in 1959 in Disneyland. And that was the monorail there. Uh, Let's see here. He, Walt, actually was a pretty good visionary. On mass transit, and so I did see a little blurb here about uh, him. He for Walt foresaw an eventual need for alternative mass transit, and so of course then his when he really built into that idea much later it would have been with Epcot, and so we've done some discussions about that on another show, but we'll touch on it a little bit here that his original idea for Epcot was to uh, put residential housing in there, so you have a center which is like your city center, your commerce. And then you go out into a lighter green area where you have some residential mixed with offices, maybe some things like that. And then you go to the outer ring, which is all residential, and then pushed out past that would be more of like your industrial sphere. And if you look at it, and a lot of people know this, but we're going to speak about it like uh, you don't, it was uh, envisioned as a spoke and wheel. So basically in the middle you have the hub, and then you Mm -hmm. have the spokes running out, and then basically everything you have
0: circular things that run throughout that area not just like an absolute wheel with spokes. And this came about when he when they were designing their Florida project what they call it. and of course well passed away before they could even begin uh, construction or doing anything with this Florida project. So they didn't have the room in California and they wanted to try it out in uh in Florida, but um yeah, the spoke design is holds true for the theme parks today. But I think one interesting thing that we want to discuss and that is how his idea of using the two different types of train technologies uh, was put into play. We've talked about this before, but just to briefly go over it again, in case you haven't heard it or this is your first time listening to our show. Um, So the monorail is one of the major main transportations that brought you into the central hub of EBCOT. Well, it also ran between the airport and the major theme park, which in this case was going to be Magic Kingdom uh, in their Florida project design. Um, but also what happened is it brought you to the central center spoke of the center central area of the hub, of, the hub yeah. of, of Epcot and then you got out and got on a people mover which is just a more smaller um, personal rapid transit which is actually an actual technology that is used today um, that sent you out to your homes and so basically and you didn't have to just use mass transit you could get on buses and they had uh, they have roads running through, at least Walt did in his original vision. Except for Um, in
1: Epcot, he had most of your traffic, automobile mm -hmm. and truck heavy traffic all moved underground. Exactly. So, yeah, he had the slower moving rail. Of course, that's why he raised the monorail up off the ground
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so that you didn't have that right on the ground running along with you. And then the people movers, of course, would move along the ground. Mm -hmm. So it just went from high speed to middle speed to low speed or high speed, or, or really the monorail would have been considered as a middle speed. Yeah. And so then in technicality, and this works, and we'll get into it more later, you would go from a high-speed train. If you're moving from maybe a, uh, you know, a distance away, you're going to move. You're going to get off the high-speed train. You're going to board a middle-speed train, which would be your monorail system, as they have in the parks. And then to get to the rest of your destination out into your residential area, you're going to ride on a people mover or a small you know small slow moving system mm-hmm.
0: so and in regard to visiting the monorail at Walt Disney World, we highly suggest you go check it out. it of course is free. They say it's free for uh, park guests and people who are staying on the resort. but I believe if you have a park hopper and you can just get on and go to a park, you can uh, ride the monorail. And it doesn't cost you. And then, of course, his People Mover is the only one available is the one in Florida, in Orlando there, Lake Buena Vista. And that is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. And it's just an attraction. It doesn't really take you anywhere. But at least it gives you you an idea. Let's
1: go into that a little bit, too, why they call it People Mover. That's what the one in Disneyland was called, Mm -hmm. People Mover, even though it was set up differently than the one because it had tires on it and stuff in Disneyland. Uh, I You know, at some point along the way, somebody kind of really pulled away from what his original idea was. Mm-hmm. And that's when they decided to get rid of the uh, people mover in Disneyland. Because uh, instead of moving the technology along, as they did when they built it in uh, Tomorrowland in Disney, Walt Disney World, they kind of just stalled it and let it set and then tore it down, mm-hmm. basically, in Disneyland. Well, actually, they haven't torn it all down, so... The main like hub there still stands. Yeah, I guess in Disneyland. But
0: it's no longer an attraction you can ride. You have right. to actually go to Florida to be but able you to do ride touch it. Touch
1: on a good point there. So, mm-hmm. what did? We'll get into this a little bit. Well, maybe let's just do some of it now. These actually, these things have turned into more of an attraction than they are. I mean, they are of course transportation, mm-hmm. but a lot of people ride them as an attraction. Now, okay, and we'll jump into this a little bit. The monorail. Actually, there are two sets of monorails that run in Walt Disney World. Correct. Um, Two sets well, of tracks. One of them travels from park to park, correct? Yeah. And then one of them travels through the resorts.
0: Yeah, I guess you could say that. Okay. Um, it, and when you say the resorts, it's only the Magic Kingdom resorts. So well, but,
1: I mean, the, but now there is one set that runs through the Polynesian and stuff, right? That's
0: the Magic Kingdom resorts. Okay. okay. Yeah, the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, and the Contemporary. Those are the three. They're considered the Magic Kingdom resorts. They're nearest Magic Kingdom park, and it is the track that goes only around in that loop. But okay. it does hit the tum- the uh, what's it called the ticket and transportation center. Right. That is kind of like a little hub of train changing trains over. Um, you can take the exp- express monorail from that to the- straight to the Magic Kingdom Park, or you can take the resort monorail to- that stops at each resort to the Magic Kingdom Park, or you can go from the ticket and transportation center over to Epcot, and okay. uh, and then of course there's a train that comes back from Epcot to the. Ticket and Transportation Center, but okay. yes. yes. That's yeah, so I just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to
1: clear that up because mm-hmm. a lot of people think it basically takes you from Magic Kingdom to Epcot and that's it. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, right, right. And there so, is a stop. And I've you even found myself being either trans- confused by that because I don't do the other one a lot oh. that runs me through. The, but And you kind of sparked my interest in that again. Okay. That's, I saw some stuff that Adam has put together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go now just a little bit into the uh, Tomorrowland TTA, the Tomorrowland Transportation Authority. In, uh, uh, in Walt Disney World. It's actually in Magic Kingdom and Tomorrowland. And the original concept of that really was Walt's concept. If you get on there, you'll hear, I, I think... I'm not sure in the new audio. Well, it's they've
0: refurbed they, yeah. it, and we've not been on it yet, so we okay, can't so really... Okay, so in the old audio, comment. I'll
1: just go back to that and what I know. They used to talk about the blue line and the green line and the yellow line, and the reason why they talked about all those lines is the original concept was is that the different colored lines, as is, as in subways, mm-hmm. when you go into a city, the different colored lines will take you to different colored different places within the park. And so you climb on that corresponding line, and it will take you to there. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, that never happened. Right. So you end up with, I think, the blue line, the one line, and that runs you around. It's become more of a novelty type of attraction mm-hmm. than really something that uh, Walt had envisioned.
0: And so. you do, and, and on that ride, you do get to drive past, we've mentioned this before, you get to drive past his original concept of Epcot in the, the central city there. That's uh, It's a little model that they actually built for the Florida project. But it's cool that you get to see it, but it's just a quick little run by. I wish they'd... Uh, put it in a display case somewhere where you could actually spend some time. Or do a virtual thing up e- on big screen. Or that too. And that would be really through.
1: cool. Okay. Uh, we're gonna jump around a couple other things and I do want to come back to some of this as long as I can remember. I keep trying to remind myself here. So uh anyway we're gonna jump through some other uh, Disney parks, and then some places, which will be the next place I'll talk about, and I'll explain why we're going to go into Vegas. And the reason why I'm bringing it up Vegas is technically you say, "Well, there's no Walt Disney World in Vegas, so why are we bringing it up?" There's actually a uh, high-speed train that's planned to go. Uh, it's from, planned, right? It's Hopefully, planned. it right. F- it so we're going to pulls just, through, yeah, yeah. So and it'll basically go from Vegas into uh, Anaheim, where which is where Disney is at Disneyland, but, mm-hmm. right? Disneyland, and so. Uh, but anyway, at this time, there is also though, a monorail that is in Vegas uh, that actually is just used within Vegas itself. But So I'm looking at where you could have high speed rail uh, hooking up into that monorail. And mm-hmm. Of course, then the two start to meet together, which yeah. is the original plan. Uh, we won't go into that a whole lot. That's just about as much as I had to say about that. Hopefully, they get that built and that moves on. Uh, next, I want to go into the Japan parks, which is uh, Japan Disneyland and Disney Sea Tokyo. Disneyland and Disney Sea, and how that works there is closer, real close to Walt's original plan. They have uh, many train systems that converge there, uh, many high speed, and then usually what they do is they work out to low speed if you want to go up into the mountains and stuff. So they have high speed trains that move around large amounts of people, but then meeting up in some of those stations, you have a middle speed basically train, which would be a monorail, at that point, and that monorail actually moves you throughout, and I believe around Tokyo, and so, but then you can also meet, once you get to uh, the Disney hub, the resort hub there, you can meet up with just the resort monorail that just takes you into the parks. And so you actually have a high-speed train meeting to a monorail, and then meeting to another monorail, and they split them out. That's about as close as I can find anywhere as to as far as rail, Mm -hmm. what Walt had envisioned. Of course, they don't use the... uh, they don't use the... Okay, I actually just thought of something here, but they don't use the people movers. But within those parks, they do have a trolley system that is raised, mm-hmm. the electric trolley system. So then you, that's probably maybe their version, and that's how they themed it because they're not so much into the whole future-esque yeah. kind of thing. But.
0: Okay, so I wanted to say something that's a little unclear here, and that is... I, w- I don't know this, but I'm almost certain Disney didn't have anything to do with this stuff outside of Tokyo and those trains and no, stuff, right? No, actually they didn't. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. uh, it's Oriental Land Company. Yeah. are the ones who put all this together. Okay. But they really did, I mean, if you think about it, they did take from Walt's ideas. Oh, I'm sure of they
0: them. did, or at least they had influences from other people who uh, expounded on maybe his ideas or who or wherever he got some ideas for it. Uh, what I'm just saying is it's not necessarily Disney-owned and operated and, or put together. They just decided... Well, I'm sure that they decided to use, when they were choosing their sites for Japan, they said, hey, you know, Japan has these trains that allow you to get to some places and, and we might as well put a park here and, of course, incorporate it into the system kind of going along with Walt's ideas too but uh something too their population density is much 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 higher yeah so there's a lot of more people in the square foot or the square miles and uh so of course they got to use trains that are maybe mounted up higher maybe like monorails or different things like that and I, I realize the united states as a whole is not that dense i believe in fact i think we're one of the there's still ways dense. to work all that out, though. You I know. I realize trip. that, yeah. and yeah. I re- I know you and I have plans, which yeah. we'll get to in a bit. But I just wanted to say that so that uh, yeah, obviously we're not saying that Disney went into Japan, but Japan is really one of those ideal situations that would be a very cool thing to incorporate into the other Disney parks yep. around the world. So, yep. all right, so go ahead and keep okay. going with I'm your. I'm going to jump into Disney Paris.
1: Parks. Paris has no monorail and nothing planned, from what I from what I've been able to For read, Disney what, Park. what I've seen in research. Hong Kong, which is basically their newest park, uh, there is a station wow. at the front gates of the park, mm-hmm. but there's no monorail, yeah. So, but it's also a brand new park, mm-hmm. so uh, technically you know, there's nothing there yet, but uh, it looks like at least they have plans, uh-huh. and from what I've been able to gather from Shanghai, which is their latest park to kind of be thrown on the boards there that they're going to build, uh, there seems to be nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, planned this as first as monorail, yet. but and we'll get into it later. But there are some trains and monorail within Shanghai. Monorail itself, so mm-hmm. it would not be a stretch to imagine that they'll actually go into it.
0: Yeah. Um. Other than that, that's what are kinda, your ne- what are your next notes here? That you're. Well I get I've, outside.
1: That's that's kind of oh. where I'm jumping to next. Right now, we're. I was just trying to discuss a lot of things that had to do with inside of the parks, the parks okay. all around the world. And I know Vegas is a stretch, but. Yeah. It kind of works in a little bit to what's happening as much as what I can within Anaheim, Okay, within Disneyland.
0: So that's what's available today. We'll take a break here in a second. And I just want to say, um, th- highly recommend, if you're interested in any of this kind of stuff, just go check it out. It's been said for a long time that the monorail itself in Walt Disney World is an attraction of its own. And you'll hear as I play audio here and for this break, you can just tell it's just got that feel of it's like, I don't even know. It's just something great. It's a comfortable that I, way to travel. Mm-hmm, that I really want to, I would love for before I'm 80 and I'm done working, for this to be incorporated into my work life of commuting and stuff like that. Right. So. All right, so we'll break and be back in a second.
2: To our new passengers, we welcome you aboard our Highway in the Sky and hope you've enjoyed the Magic Kingdom. We're traveling to Disney's Contemporary Resort. During our travels, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking please. Thank you.
0: Okay, so this next segment is really starting with a question and kind of expounds on Disney's vision and transportation and all that stuff. And the the main question is, could Walt's vision of transportation in Epcot still be done encompassing all other destinations and this could be around the parks. It could be around the world. What do you think, Doug?
1: Well, right now, we'll, okay, we'll just pull it back to the parks right now. So I'm okay. going to throw up. So, the all first right. thing that I had here and then we'll go through the discussion that Adam and I have had a million times and, and he just threw some stuff in here uh, on Mike before yeah. we started talking. A paid multi-resort monorail pass, basically, which is... and I'll explain that. It takes you through... Let's say you're staying at uh, one of the value resorts. Well, instead of taking a bus, which is becoming... The bus system is becoming more and more slammed. The time between each place is becoming more and more. Now, if you split it out and you put in a paid monorail that spreads clear out in those areas, of course, you're going to have to pay for it. But it may get you someplace more comfortable and a little quicker. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's putting some money back in their pockets to help pay for it because it's obviously more money than having bus. Mm -hmm. But it also leaves the buses there. It pulls back on some of the traffic, basically, the amount of people on the buses at the same time it's free so people aren't saying well now you want me to pay and the only way you're giving me is to either drive into the parks or pay well no no things are still remaining it's just that what's happening is more and more and more people are coming to these parks and now they keep expanding them they have more parks uh, more uh, basically uh, resorts as far as hotels stuff like that to stay in more destinations to get to which is more people coming there and the bus system all they do is keep expanding it by a few more buses but you can see it if you're there. It's stressed. That transportation is stressed. Mm-hmm. So during
0: busy times, and I've not been there during non-busy right, times. Think about. It, I mean, so we're,
1: we're even getting blurbs from people that are there in what we would have considered to be not busy times, like mm-hmm. now. Well, and people are saying that the parks are slammed.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I would I would say true. Yes, I, I agree with you there. But I also think that there also is sort of something in the way that things work in terms of a bus. Well, when a bus drives, it's got to stop at a stoplight. When the stoplight is red, there's other cars coming, so it's not all about just how many people are on the buses. It's just the mere fact that they're on roads and roads are in, a, congested, in to make it which is exactly, exactly what Walt did
1: not want. Exactly. To
0: happen. And on top right. of that, it's it's the everyday travel of every other driver in the United States or in the world for that matter. Well, th- you run into things. You you right. got to you got to repair your brakes. You got to well, not only that, uh, you know, I don't know. Where where am I going to park if I'm going to drive or where am I going to come in? Okay, so maybe you take the bus from the airport to Disney. Great. Um, you know, different things like that that maybe monorails can help you much quicker. Get on the monorail. Go. Maybe there's more monorails. Route looping. They don't have to stop. There's no traffic lights. It's right. a continuous transportation. It's more of almost like what Disney called the Omni Mover When you get on attractions, continuous looping of right. attractions that never stop. Which is but more buses, Walt's vision. Yeah. Buses don't do... Buses if, you is know. relying
1: on the roads mm-hmm. that Walt didn't design. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. You can get within well, that bubble, mm-hmm. but there's... Getting from the airport or wherever to the Disney parks, you know, um, anything will put together. Yeah, and so you're basically caught up in the congestion of the mess that is transportation, and that's only becoming worse.
0: And, and you know, again, we could go outside of the parks with this. This is only a mere glimpse of what it's like inside the parks. But you can say the same thing for any major right. city, which we'll get there eventually. Right. Um. But okay, let's do this. Right, let's say this. Uh, not an argument, but let's say this. We didn't say. Disney actually did think about this concept. They actually put out surveys. Uh, If you listen to some of our shows a while back, we talked about I think it's called Merchandise or Book Merchandise is the show where we talked about a book that I read from Disney with their business model. One of the big core things that Disney does when they go to try to implement something is get surveys of people that are coming in. And, of course, a lot of companies do this. It helps you give a good idea. Is there an interest? Are people going to want to pay? Disney did this with the monorail system of how maybe there's a paid monorail system to get from downtown Disney to some other place or whatever. They had that survey several years ago. Nothing turned out of it so far. Maybe they're still holding on to it and maybe they're gonna pull it out again. Who knows? But so far nothing has happened. So maybe people didn't want to do it. I know some questions on that survey were, for instance, what was the maximum amount of money you would pay for a a, right. a price? And maybe that dollar figure on the survey wasn't high enough for them to to say, hey, you know, let's invest in a monorail because a monorail is pretty expensive yeah. to build. So and, yeah. and who knows? Um, maybe in the future that might happen. Um, we, okay.
1: so. Right. Right. Okay. We'll get into that. I just one. wanted to say that right. because, you yeah. know,
0: there are yeah, – yes, you, your argument too, my argument there. I mean, those are kind of pros and cons. I know, but they have
1: to go by the dollars. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just throw mm-hmm. money into something knowing that, oh, we're not going to get a return on our investment. Exactly. But also Walt Disney about broke the company how many times because he always, yeah. always invested. He invested in the future. Yeah, not what was happening right now, but what was going to happen in his parks even twenty years from now. Yeah, and he really never got to see that. But I hate to but say, he knew.
0: I hate to say it too, though. A lot of people may disagree with Walt Disney today. Yeah, that are in the company that are making. But they disagree with Walt
1: Disney then. Yeah, But it, he was such a force. That's true. He was That's such true. a force at that time. And yeah. nobody else has stood up in his company because they mm-hmm. can't. He was Walt Disney, well, and so nobody else is able to stand up like him and say, "No, I'm sorry, we'll be doing." that That's why my name is on the moniker, mm-hmm. and so we're going to do what I'm, what I'm supposing that we should do.
0: Yeah, and I think that was great. I hope someone that has the the power to do that within yeah. the company itself can do that too so okay anyway uh
1: also going to go to another idea that i had and that was uh, as far as putting a public rail transportation hub at the edge of the walt Disney world property and hence that goes from the thing of the high-speed rail coming up from tampa and wherever else mm-hmm. you, know, you know maybe might be 20 years from now but you have that hub this is kind of like what they do in japan mm-hmm. where trains public trains are meeting with the resort trains and then you're taking the resort train into the parks Or otherwise, you're just moving through. It's a stop. Yeah. But it's an opportunity, too. It's an opportunity for the parks to catch you, because you might be just maybe going to blast through, and you say, you know what? Let's stop for a little while, or let's do
0: something. And you mentioned something quick, but maybe people don't know. Uh, If you don't know, the government, the federal, United States federal government, decided to put in some stimulus money into the building of trains throughout the United States. One of the proposed places, Now I'm not sure it's completely confirmed yet, I'm I mean, I'm sure it's going to take a little while before something gets, gets confirmed and they get people that are going to build it and they get the product they want. But that is a speed speed train, I believe. So it's high a, train, a high yeah. speed train, at least faster than a car can, you know, right. faster than 60 Not miles, 39 an hour. miles per I hour. I hope hour it's anyway. quick. Yeah. That's <laughs> we'll another thing that we'll later. hit yeah. maybe on another show. Uh, from Tampa to Orlando. And then because of that concept, Walt Disney decided hey, we will donate part of our land to create a hub that we will let sit here. And, of course, the federal government's probably thinking, that's a good idea. Everyone wants to go to Disney. Not only that, people traveling from Tampa to Orlando, that probably happens a lot. There's already an interstate there. Yep. And so, therefore, hey, that would be a great idea. So, anyway, that's something that you may not know about. I, It's Becoming almost a reality. I, I'm actually we're helpful getting there. for And it. you know what? Yeah. That's
1: why we're trying to keep the conversation into the public spotlight yeah. and not just let it slip away because you let it slip away and it's gone for 30 or 40 years. Yeah. And so now it's kind of out there again and we have an opportunity. So that's why we kind of decided we'd talk about this and bring it up and kind of dredge up some, maybe uh, some stuff from the past yeah. and pull it back into the future. Because whether it was, it was a good idea then, and only because Walt could see, it. it seemed like, 50 and 60 years into the future. And we're here. We're here now, mm-hmm. and we nobody's really stuck with the plan. And so now where are we? You know, I can go back into it. But we're into highways, uh, such a highway infrastructure now that we can't really maintain it all. There's not enough tax dollars. And even with everything that we have built, we still don't have enough to hold all the cars. Yeah. And the absolute cars and buses and all the mess that's out there. And we're- so People are wasting hours upon hours sitting on highways sitting on exit ramps, just waiting well, to do... Well, here into
0: into something right, that I completely... Right, I right. agree with you. Yeah, I, know. I feel like we I know. could we do another a, show on it.
1: Right, so we we'll <laughs> Keep me in the parks. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know, I'm doing my best here. I'm doing my best. Okay. Okay, so anyway, okay, f- we've, we've kind of discussed now with the rail-to-rail, and now I want to do... Just jump just quickly back down into the, the TTA and the monorail, and we'll focus... I'll focus myself back into the parks and talk a little bit more about how they... They really have become an attraction... And so if they're putting so much money like into Fantasyland and their attractions right now, and building attractions, why wouldn't you just expand on this? Turn it into what it was in the beginning mm-hmm. with, the, with the monorail. Turn it into what its original plan was with the TTA and the people mover in the beginning. Get it back to, uh, to the status that Walt originally had planned and let it be an attraction. I would ride it. I'd ride this stinking thing for two hours. Man, oh, if yeah. It was there. <laughs> and, it's, and it really, I mean, it moves so many people at a time. That to have that as an attraction and people just buzzing around looking at your park, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. It seems like it's a it's a no lose. I just I guess I don't understand why they just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm.
0: But, well, you know. it's a budget thing. I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Now, how many people are going to to the Magic Kingdom? A lot. How many people of the Magic Kingdom are going to Fantasyland? A lot. How They're many, many people are in to
1: TTA? Some. Are there a lot? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have lot. the numbers. I mean, Maybe there is a lot. But the thing is, it's only one little leg of track, and people keep riding it yeah. around and around. I know. And so, but it's awesome. It's awesome. Oh and yeah, so, it's it is awesome. But now think, yeah, if it took you to many more places throughout the park, it's a whole other world. Mm-hmm. And you're up off the ground, which means they can create whatever they want up there. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, that's just <laughs> that that takes me through everything that I had to say within the within Disney. the parks. Okay. Yeah, within the Disney parks.
0: Okay, so we'll break again and play some more on our. honor rail monorail hey i like that honor rail yeah
2: future world offers fascinating explorations into the realms of communication transportation energy and imagination you'll also find adventures in space flood sea exploration food production and emerging technologies discover the culture and cuisine of 11 nations in world showcase on the banks of the
0: Okay, so we've took a off-mic break here and decided to discuss how many notes we have and how much more time there is to do on the show. We're running I mean we're running good, but we think that we could get a lot more shows out of our inspiration and this is just a mere glimpse of the iceberg of what Doug and I talk about a lot. And I think the reality is while our vacation spots where you can go, well, at least for us, Disney has these technologies in this transportation it's starting to creep into our lives and our day-to-day lives and i think our dream is in order is for that to happen is for us to just to be able to do this and sure yeah we can go move to new york city and ride the subway, subway all day I mean how many but how the subway's many people been
1: around y- since 19, early 1990 well that's so. true
0: and that's fine but I think there's a there's a more of a connection that needs to happen between the places right. and subways yep like Chicago to New York imagine if there was a speed rail from Chicago to New York yeah you can take a f- plane flight and yes those travel fast and you can get on it's great. But, but
1: how congested we've gone yeah, the, again, are your airports. Mm-hmm. And so we need – and so now we've – okay, we've gone through our two most popular modes of transportation right now, literally, our airplane and car. Mm-hmm. And jump on either one right now, anytime you want, especially on a holiday weekend. And tell me how well you do getting <laughs> down the highway or standing yeah. for three hours in an airport waiting to take a two-hour flight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it takes you six hours almost of standing in an airport. To do a two-hour flight. By the time you go there and then you come back, yep. What's the point?
0: And I'm I'm not saying the plane, the, uh, the trains, the trains are going to be that efficient, but the goal is that they would be. But then you need a relief valve.
1: Yeah, and so you mm-hmm. have several choices or relief valves.
0: So planes are still in working order, trains are working order, and all those things. And so you and get a relief valve then too yeah. on
1: your on your uh, roads. Yeah, and that's that's what I think needs to happen. I'm not saying that there's any one mode of transportation that's better than the other, mm-hmm. but one big be- but when you rely so much on one or two, you've got to come up with a third or a fourth, and you've got to start to rethink things. And so anyway, I think after this, so too, we, are, uh, we have tons of notes here to do on where other countries around the world are going as far as transportation, mm-hmm. stuff that they already have built, stuff that they have proposed, stuff that they already have under construction. There is so much stuff out there yeah. to discuss. And so we're going to actually try to do that on another show. Yeah. It could even be definitely several segments on other shows. Yeah. We've even talked about before splitting this out. This is yet another thing. But splitting out to do just a transportation show, a podcast that just deals with transportation. Mm-hmm. we talked about also splitting out the Disney shows since we have so many of those. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's all great and fan, fine. But Adam and I also have our regular lives that we have to <laughs> deal with. Yeah. So all these things are things that are going on in the back of our minds. And uh, and we try we're trying our best to pursue them, but at the same time we you know we've got to keep our regular lives kind of motioning along too. So, but any input too that anybody has on any of this
0: definitely. And I wanted to just for my own sake I want to record this so that I can listen back to it and get my brain going. But I, I would you just brainstorm with me on mic. Just so we can... um, First of all, we're going to brainstorm here in a second. I have some ideas in my head of what to talk about. I just want to throw out ideas. If you have thoughts to these ideas, please email us back, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com, or contact us. You've heard the contact information at the beginning of the segment. But some of the things I'm thinking of, okay, pros and cons of using this type of transportation. One, weather. How many times do you get stuck in a snowstorm? The trains you don't have to worry about. Two, Drunk drivers. How many times do you run into drunk drivers? They, you don't need to drive in a train. You're just sitting in there. You don't have to worry about people running into each other. Right. You're on a train. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Right, and that happens. Um, that can
1: happen with trains. But, but now, I mean, we're actually moved into the 21st century. And so mm-hmm. we, if it's something that's newly designed now and not technology and a train system that was designed 100 years ago, 80 years ago, and we're trying to adapt it now with uh well it's like with the highways it's like with the
0: skies we're trying to adapt mm-hmm. it for more and more and more and more people yeah and so anyway. uh, some more things a prt a prt is something we've not talked about before That'd be like the people it's a mover a, yeah it's yeah. a lot like the people mover it's actually taken place there's one in england uh, we'll talk about that more in other shows another something that is really unique that's something that we'd love to implement into eventually our lives um there's a lot more things going See, through my head. I'm going to have to just put it When we talk about public paper, transportation,
1: but. and I did read some blurbs about this online. A lot of people said uh, many people want something like when they get onto the monorail at Disney and a nice comfortable ride and everything that they have. But if you put that into mass transit, like into public transportation – you're, you get a lot – I mean, right now you're getting people that are they're happy or somewhat, and they're moving within the parks. Mm-hmm. So they're on vacation. But if you move it outside of the parks and into the public, now you're dealing with people that are not on vacation. Yeah. They're going from work. They're doing like things like that. But uh, you know what? Even in its worst conditions, I've watched – I've been on the subways in New York. Man, it's nice to get in there, and it's air-conditioned, and you're not driving. Uh, so if they can work it out to uh, to basically where you're, uh, where you can be a little more comfortable – where everybody has a seat you don't have a lot of people standing that's tough yeah uh Next to, if they could, if they had something then too that would get you from the mo- uh, from the subway or the monorail station next closer to your house, because some people get off the monorail, I mean monorail subway, and they still have eight blocks to yeah, try to walk exactly. to get to where their home is. PRT or right. and so people if you mover, have something, something that keeps you moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and then the PRT if it's broken down to where uh, it's it's smaller, it's carrying. Four people. Two to four people at a time. That keeps it within a price range. Mm -hmm. So that if you want to spend three bucks and ride in that car by yourself, and you're closed in. Until you get to your destination, it's closed. You're the only person who's going to let somebody in. Exactly. And out of the stinking thing. Now you're in there by yourself. You don't have to worry about what's going on outside of there. You know what? Lay down take a nap. Yeah. Read your paper. Know that, you know what? I paid my three bucks, and it's like paying a little more money. I stayed in a hostel. Okay? It was cheap. In New York, the more people you have that you don't know that are in the room with you, the less money it is to stay there, Mm -hmm. okay? Which is like your subway. The more people that are in there with you, uh, the more basically you're paying for less convenience, Mm -hmm. which means it's lesser money. Want more convenience, want more comfort? You buy a nicer hotel room, you're in there by yourself. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So pay a little more money once you get to the PRT, there you are. You don't want to walk eight blocks climb on
0: it. Well not only that, but the PRT can be integrated with our technology today in the sense that this one train does not have to go from your house to the train station. Right. It and can be on a track. Constantly. It's it's right. constantly moving. That's what this designs. If you go to portable, or not portable, personalrapidtransit.com it gives you a great explanation right. of what's out there, what's already out there, what the future of this is planned, and what the ideas and there's are there's one running, this, so. we'll
1: jump into it, in there's West Virginia. one running in West Virginia, well, you can go on YouTube, it's it, it was, yes, not it's the original a, though. It's a messed up I mean, design, yeah. of course, and this is what happened when the government got involved, but the, the original design was I think four people at a time could get into this thing and yeah. ride. It like, kept the car smaller. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, by the time the government government worked out their codes and regulations. This thing, were, they were huge boxes. Not huge, but big boxes. It, it just 10, became a subway. It. it just exactly. became a subway. That's it's what they not, turned it into. Yeah. And so then it kind of messed up the design as to how well and how efficient the thing ran. Mm-hmm. But the thing is is that the, they put money into it in 1976. And the thing is, I think I believe it was 76. It's still running today. It yeah. still carries people. It doesn't break down hardly ever. It's very reliable transportation for the people that are using it. And so it's a good example. Yep. So,
0: Anyway, that's just kind of a rough idea of where, where we're headed in the future. So we're going to take another break, and then we'll close out with our last goodbyes.
2: This is Disney's Contemporary Resort. If you are exiting, please gather your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand. If there are guests waiting to board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a
1: moment. Thank you. Oh, are we on? Okay. (laughs) There's a good outtake. Okay. Anyway, after Adam's last statement there, I don't want anybody to think that we're dying. (laughs) Anyway. No, we're not dying. Yeah, we're not dying. And well, beknownst to some of you, we're not going away either. We're going to be still here jabbering. jabbering Hopefully you're
0: listening because you want to. Right. Because you're forced to. By now you would have just shut it
1: off. Yeah, seriously. Yeah.
0: Anyway. um, Um... yeah. Yeah. So- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to step on your toes. I, yeah. So that's hopefully this show wasn't too scatterbrained. It's it's just got so much potential for uh, so much stuff. We have all kinds of things, and and we are really on the mere horizon of a new generation of transportation, publicly, uh, personally, all these things that really I think are just going to be so cool. I'd love to see them get more developed. Uh, of course, we are limited in a lot of different things, and uh, the, one of the biggest things, I think, is oil. Oil manufacturers want to keep cars running on the road, and we don't have to get rid of cars, but we do have to do something to, uh, like you said earlier. Alleviate the stress Alleviate stress the systems on that are out there yeah, now. Yeah, it's just right. too crazy. And I understand so. this is
1: expensive. This is expensive stuff, but building roads is expensive, too. Mm -hmm. And so at what point does somebody pull the trigger and say, we can't just keep designing more and more roads until we have highways that are stacked 15 on top Mm -hmm. of each other? At what point does somebody pull the trigger and say, enough, enough. We have to find another method here to start to move along. And we got to start to take some money little by little and push it in that direction but then it's to stay focused and i'll just throw this in quickly it's off base a little bit but in cincinnati ohio they started to get down this road and what happened uh let's say the price of gas fell they started i believe it was in the 70s and 80s and coming out of the 70s when gas prices were huge and it was hard to get gas for anybody who was alive then and remembers it um, well, of course, we went into the '80s, went into the '90s. Things got much more relaxed, and what they do, they lost focus. And these stations, they they spent all this money on, sat there and rotted. They never used any of it. Mm-hmm. They never completed the idea. And so that's that's what I'd like to see not happen. Mm-hmm. That we can kind of take a direction and slowly but surely,
0: you know, make our way make our way to a final idea. Mm-hmm. And that's our vision. That's our that's our real interest that's what we talk about a lot obviously we're commuting to work so what a perfect way to talk about it is when you're right there doing it so send us an email if you have any comments we'll, we'll. it'll be a couple weeks before we return back to this subject yes it's not about travel per se for vacation's sake but it is about incorporating it into our everyday lives if you'd love to get into the discussion please contact us um Another announcement. We're up to show 100 in two weeks, so we'll be doing some video here shortly. It's it's becoming nicer weather outside. I think we'll be able to do this and pull it off. Uh, we'll see what happens. Unfortunately, I had a hard drive failure this week. Luckily, I saved some files for this week's show, so we will release our video okay. on time. I was going to bring it up,
1: but I hadn't asked Adam I think time, we so can I do it.
0: i, okay. I got to figure out if I can do it in time. Um, hopefully, it's by Thursday or Friday of this week. Uh, we'll show you. It'll show you some video of some of the monorail segments that this we've been playing. It's great footage, audio. everybody. I've it watched is, it. It's really fun, and, and it's it, like
1: sitting back and just taking the ride around the park. <laughs> it's so, so I awesome. Enjoy it.
0: So, all that to say, we are truly thinking about this a lot, and we have a real big interest in it. Love to hear you uh, say your comments about it and what you think. And uh, again, we'll be talking about it s- soon in the near future. So, show 100. Check us out. We'll be on video and uh, we'll hopefully bring you a place that you've never heard of and it might be a cool place to visit if you're yeah, in Ohio yeah the state of our minds yeah <laughs> wow <All right. laughs> yeah yeah you don't want to go there no, yeah, it's scary yeah. okay all right well thanks for listening everybody have a great week hopefully the spring is spring weather is coming near you as it is coming near us so okay see ya bye i like to, travel. I like I like to drive. drive i like to oh. it This podcast has been brought to you by TheseAmazingPlaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. It's Adam again. And I don't know if you listen to this show because you're a Disney fan or because you like travel or maybe this particular subject matter intrigued you. But I thought I'd leave you with the end of the show here with just some extra audio that I took of the monorail and the announcing. So enjoy and have a great week. See ya.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, as you board, please continue moving across your car to make room for everyone, and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you are standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. The monorail will depart momentarily. Thank you. We're now passing one of the newest additions to the Disney Vacation Club, Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Ladies and gentlemen, We're approaching the Grand Canyon Concourse Station. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If you're exiting, please gather your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand. For those of you remaining on board, our next stop is the Transportation and Ticket Center with continuing service to Disney's Polynesian and Grand Floridian Resorts. We're now entering Disney's Contemporary Resort.
0: See you, Monorail. Thanks.